I'm your host, Dr. M, and you're listening to Aligned You, a podcast designed to assist you to truly be aligned through your body, head, and heart so you can reach your full potential in your own unique way. Hey there, Dr. M here, and welcome to this week's episode. I am very excited to be sharing with you this week. This week's episode is the first recording for 2024. The end of 2023, there was a couple of curveballs towards the end of the year, and I decided I was going to take a break for a couple of weeks to rest and recharge. I'm going to talk a bit more about that in today's episode, which today's episode is all about New Year rhythm. What rhythm are you creating as we step into the throes of 2024. Now, some would say who follow the energetic patterns of the of the world is that uh, the New Year rhythm actually arrived a little early last year. You might have noticed big energy coming into November and December. Topics for another time, but it feels like it got to the end of last year and I've got to say, full transparency, I felt like I was dragging my butt a little bit. I had uh, done something stupid, as I'd mentioned on one of my final podcasts and hurt my hand quite badly. And whilst I could still work, thank goodness, it was actually taking quite a lot of energy out of my week and day for, for the healing and working around it and being able to rest in the in-between being hands-on in practice. So part of my rhythm for this year is not doing anything stupid like that uh, through choice. Whilst accidents happen and there are curveballs that come to us in life is I don't need to go out looking for them. But more about that later, folks. Today, I want to talk about, as I mentioned, the rhythm that we're actually creating as we're stepping into 2024. Are you creating a rhythm by choice or are you actually just going along as per you were in 2023? Now, one of the exercises I've taken you through over the years of Be the Queen of Your Stress and Aligned You is at the end of each year, which we talked about actually earlier in December, it was actually late November we talked about it, is actually to spend time on reflecting on the year that was and looking at the things that are serving you and that you want to keep doing, looking at the things that are no longer serving you and you actually want to stop doing, and then what are the things that you want to keep doing but take to a whole new level. And for me is I know there's many, many things that have fitted onto that list. And I want to share with you today some of the tools that I actually use as I'm planning out my rhythm for 2024 and also how I shift into place some new habits that are assisting me to be the person that I want to be in 2024 to be able to achieve some of the targets that I've set into place. Now, if you follow our Instagram, you would have noticed there was a tile that said something about resolutions and making a resolution of who you want to be or who you want to change to be. I'm not a big believer in resolutions as we come into the new year because more often than not, what happens with resolutions? You think about them on the 31st of December, the year before. Usually it's a couple of beverages in, or maybe that's just me sharing how I used to do it in the past. You should be a group of friends around the table thinking about what resolutions they're making as there are a few drinks in. And what usually happens is by oh, the 2nd of January, if not by the 1st, they're out the window. And usually they're around weight, they're around movement, they're around fitness. They're not necessarily set up in a way that allows you to really set up new habits that allow you to be the person that you want to be. You may have heard Atlas uh, groaning in the background. She's actually sitting in the booth with me at the moment. So uh, she and Coco don't bark at people as they walk past. Sorry for another time. Trying to manage the variables today. But for me these days is it's not about setting resolutions because I know for myself and some of you might be like, yeah, I, I feel it, Dr. M, because this podcast will be released in the second week of January, is that I feel it, is I made that resolution for, again, I make the same resolution every year and what happens every year? The exact same things. It's out the window fairly quickly. There's certain things that I do each January. Uh, I 
certainly cut down on booze. Often I'm completely booze-free through January. This year uh, we've got some things on that have been pre-arranged and books in for months that I know I would really enjoy a beverage at. So I'm not completely booze-free this January, but part of the rhythm that I'm setting is that I'm booze-free throughout the week, particularly on school night. So I'm in practice early three mornings a week. So on those days I'm completely booze-free. And then ideally on a fourth day as well, so that more days out of a week I'm booze-free rather than having a drink. And on the days that I am having a drink as we move into the new year is it really it's it's reeled in. I don't know about you guys, but for me is that I know I match it with many people. I am often the common denominator on lunches that turn into very long lunches that turn into long evenings because once I get going, I really am having fun and then it's very easy to keep going. Whereas this year, and I know that for what I want to achieve is I really need to plan days like that that could get away uh, into being a longer, longer, longer lunch is they need to be planned in certain times where I have nothing on the following day. Now, that might sound like that's very forward thinking and that seems very organised, but I have a lot of things that I would like to get done this year. And the person that I need to be to get that done means that I need to have great clarity. I shared with you last year, and I'm going to be releasing a podcast uh, in the next month or so with the amazing Dr. Andrea Huddleston. I shared with you that I was going through the throes and the trials and tribulations of perimenopause and actually now menopause uh, over the last 18 months, but particularly the first half of last year, it really knocked me around. And you're going to hear me talking a bit more about it. And for those of you that are going through it, or perhaps aren't sure if you are, hopefully giving you some tips of to where to go to get the right information. Because one of the things that is certainly was my experience and many people's experience that I've since spoken to and the research I've done is it's very common that those of us going through that new stage of life, which is our second half of life, uh, not being given the most up-to-date information about how we can manage it, what things to be asking our um, GPs about if you happen to be in Australia or your physician if you're overseas, to make sure that you're getting the right baselines early enough so as there's shifts and changes, you actually know what's happening. For me, is that unfortunately, I was given some of the information that wasn't right uh, at the time. It was the best information that that person had, but it didn't really serve me at the time. So it took me a good six to eight months longer to get to the outcome that I needed to be able to get back to normal function. And so through that, it's then allowed me to create a different rhythm moving into this year because I'm sleeping again. My brain is functioning again. You probably even notice if you compared some of my podcasts when I got back on the mic to now, I can hear it in, in how quickly I'm speaking. No, I speak fast at the best of times, but the pace of my thought is back to how it used to be, which is really exciting as I set the rhythm into 2024, but I digress a little bit. How am I setting my rhythm and what are the key markers or indicators that I use to understand what are the targets I want to set for myself? So I look at my values and we've actually shared podcasts about it before, about how to really look at what you truly value. I talk about it in the corporate workshops around life design and resilience and emotional agility that I do with different corporate groups and also discuss it in some of my workshops and events that we'll be holding at MRC uh, last year and certainly into 2024 again. So if you do want to be involved in one of my workshops, whether it's in-house at MRC or whether it's you would love me to come and speak to your corporate group, is please drop me a line and we can talk more about it. But one of the exercises we go through is to figure out what you truly value. And for me, the things that I truly value, yes, I value things like honesty, integrity, and all those things that people often have up on their wall somewhere as to what they should be valuing. But for me, the things that I value are um, abundance is the first thing. 
Quality is the second thing, connection and growth. So what do I mean by that? I want abundance in my health. I'd like abundance from a wealth perspective. I want abundance in the amazing people I have around me. I don't want to feel limited to the opportunities that I have around me. I want to have that abundance mentality. From a connection piece, I want amazing connections with my wife, with my friends, with my family, with my clients. Heart connection is something that's very important to me. And for those of you who have met before, you know, I'm a big fan of a hug. Uh, and also I'm very hands-on in my work and in the work in the in life as well. And that connection piece is super important to me. Quality is really, really important to me. These are just giving you some ideas, folks. Quality is super important to me because I want quality in my connections. I want quality in my work. I would love quality in the information that I'm delivering to you. I want quality in the food and the alcohol that I have the joy of drinking and eating. I want quality surrounding myself. I would prefer quality over quantity. If it means that I need to wait a little bit longer for something, I would prefer to delay my gratification these days rather than getting something cheap and cheerful for that immediate gratification. And last but not least is my fourth value, which is sits highest, is growth, is that you might have already caught it, folks. I do a lot of personal development and, and personal disruption. I'm always learning and whatever I'm learning, I'm then digesting, integrating and hopefully sharing with you guys in a, in a format that is helpful. And so growth is something that's really important for me. And it's also important to keep my momentum forward. I was having this conversation with somebody in, in the practice the other day where they were talking about stopping care. They've been coming in for their chiropractic adjustments for a period of time. I break people's care down into three different sections. We look at their jumpstart section. We look at the momentum piece and also then proactive wellness care or the connection piece. So each one of those sections of care is designed for something different. Now, whenever people, whichever point of care people choose to stop care or continue with care, it's obviously totally up to them. Uh, as I said to a new client uh, the other day is that I'm a big believer that the, the gorgeous clients that I look after are grown-ups humans and they can make their own decisions. I just need to give you the best recommendations and my honest recommendations as well. So throughout that period of care though is often people start feeling better after their first part of care, which is a jumpstart. It's where we're shifting momentum. We're changing momentum to head in the right direction. And if we don't carry that momentum forward with forward acceleration and we stop moving even on the same spot, if we actually decrease our momentum, we take our foot off the accelerator, we actually start going backwards. We tend back to old habits. And as we're coming into the new year and you're looking perhaps at your own values, and some of you will have obviously different values to mine. I'm not suggesting my values should be your values. There's different exercises we can go through to help you work those out. But as you start defining your values and then you start setting out your behaviours that you would like and the targets you would like to be achieving in 2024 to match up with those values is to then be looking at what daily, weekly, monthly rhythms do you need to create within your, within your time frame and within your life design that helps get you closer to being that person. I hope that makes sense, folks. So for me is with my goals at the moment is we went through a period of time last year where we got a bit off track with our food. There'd been lots going on at home. Uh, we, I was ridiculously busy for a six to eight week period last year where I didn't have the time and literally not the time to do some of the things that I usually would do to set up my week for success. And so there was just lots going on. So some of our more healthy eating went out the window. 
And so coming into the new year as I'm doing my usual January tidy up, it's looking at each particular moment throughout the day and when the temptation is to go back to habits that had seeped back in that had been gone for many, many years, folks, is to actually look at, okay, well, in this next meal, this might seem super simple, folks. This is how I do it. It might be helpful for some of you. In my next meal, what is the person or the energy that I need my future self, what decision am I going to make in this moment as to what I'm going to nourish myself with? In the moment, I'm choosing whether I'm going to lie on the couch and watch another movie or whether I'm actually going to get up and go for a walk and move my body is what's my future self going to thank me for doing in this moment? And so as I'm creating new habits and as I'm creating the rhythm that I want to stick with for 2024 is it's those little micro decisions throughout the day that make a big difference. I was listening to a podcast last year, it would have been at the start of last year on Hidden Brain, and it was a particular professor that was talking about budgeting, actually. And she was talking about how to budget more safely, particularly when you're going on holidays, and to always allow 20% extra than what you think you're going to spend. And the reason she said to do that was because our human brain is wired that if we actually blow the budget, we blow the budget right out. Now, some of you be like, yeah, I've lived through that. I certainly have from a financial point of view. I also have from other behavior point of view as well. And let's take food for an example, where it's really easy to say, have a meal that is off track and they go, oh, while I'm doing it, I might as well have a last hurrah and really go off track. And then I'll tidy it up tomorrow. Whereas my goal for 2024 is to create a better rhythm so that I can stay in an expansive state and uh, throughout the year is that I can actually move with a better pace and to a beat that is going to get me to where I want to be going faster. I hope that makes sense versus the big pendulum swings. I've had many episodes over the years about the, the dangers of pendulum swings. And I would say a danger because it's really easy when you're starting the new year and you might be uh, enticed is the word I'm looking for, enticed or tempted to jump into a six or eight week challenge or a shred to drop kilos fast. And then generally what happens is that uh, at the other end of that, if you haven't made true lifestyle changes, what happens? You go back to all your old habits and you end up putting it back on plus GST on the other side. Rather than actually taking those micro decision moments and laying down neurological patterns that are actually going to replace some of the old habits. Now, over the next few episodes, we'll talk more about some of those pathways that actually get developed as we create rhythm and habits. But I did want to share uh, one of the uh, parts of rhythm when it comes to our health that I think is so important and comes into chiropractic adjustments. Now, that might sound um, quite obvious given I am actually sitting in my chiropractic practice, Mitchell Road Chiropractic, but often people get a little bit confused as to why they would continue on with care beyond being out of pain. And part of that is is actually creating a healing rhythm. To get somebody out of pain is actually quite a fast process more often than not. When I say fast, it might be a few weeks, but certainly not generally a few years, depending on the chronicity of the problem that somebody is coming in with. But usually people start seeing improvement or change in symptoms fairly quickly. What that doesn't then show is whether or not the actual correction of structure underneath is happening because that takes a lot longer. And so we want to create a healing rhythm to actually give your system time to heal properly and to correct the position of your posture and also structural correction over time, which does take a lot longer. But by creating a rhythm with your adjustments, 
is that it creates the power of that healing and it allows change both posturally and structurally. More about that on future episodes. It is the same thing as when you're going to the gym regularly or if you are trying to add different facets to your health and well-being and wellness routine as we move into the new year. It's looking at that rhythm. As you're setting self-targets, really think about what rhythm can you create throughout the week that you are going to achieve and absolutely fly past the goal that you've set. Now, you want to stretch it a little bit, but I would always talk about having a goal that actually gives you the hard deck of not negotiable, you must do it, in the sense of take me in walking. At the moment, I've set myself a hard deck of that I absolutely need to go for a big walk four times a week. Now, if I go more, fabulous but I must go four times a week. And so if I knock that off early in the week, it gives me an opportunity to actually be able to go more. One of the great ways to be able to track this is actually my Aligned You Adult Star Chart, which I'll make sure we can get the download of uh, up onto the website shortly. So if you want a copy of it, you can, but it gives you a format that you can actually give yourself points. I quite like gamifying things as I'm making change and creating new rhythms because it actually allows me to see the rhythm I'm creating. A bit like a sheet of music. If you've ever played a musical instrument and you've read the notes, off a page is by actually tracking through the star chart, you can start seeing the rhythm that you're creating and the success that you are creating as well. And there's such power in celebrating the little wins along the way. So Aligned You listeners, your homework this week is to check in. What rhythm are you creating this year as we're heading into 2024? Have you got your values clear? And if not, perhaps have a shoot us a line. We can let you know when the workshop or events on where we'll be going through those particular exercises. If you do know what your values are and you also know what targets you would like to be hitting, whether that's physical targets, whether it's uh, learning goals, whether it's financial goals, whatever those goals are that you want to be achieving this year, what rhythm do you need to create to actually start heading you in the right direction? What small steps can you be taking along the way that are going to get you close? What's the next right step that's actually going to get you closer to where you want to be? Spend some time now, if you're driving, don't do it now, but spend some time perhaps with an old school pen and paper because it actually does set up a different neurological loop and spend some time mapping that out. You'd be amazed what a difference it makes when you start writing these things down. If you're not sure where your rhythm is right now and you want to check into where your body is stress-wise right now, make sure you jump onto the Aligned You website. That's A-L-I-G-N-E-D, the letter U, au, and do the body stress score quiz. It gives you a baseline of how well you are or are not adapting to stress right now. And perhaps if you're not sure where to start, it will give you some ideas of what area of your health in particular needs more focus right now to start heading things in the right direction. I know when I checked in on it last year, it gave me a really big kick in the pants to go, right, I need to do some stuff about this because particularly with some of my shifts in my hormones, I took a look at myself at one point and I looked at myself and went, oh my God, I've got my my mum's tummy, which was very much a hormonal tummy, which also led to type 2 diabetes. So it's that moment of the feather moment of do something about it now, Dr. M, so that it doesn't become a thing moving down the track. And we all get those moments. We get the feather, the brick or the truck moments. You heard me talking about my hand. If you're watching this back on uh, Instagram or YouTube, is you'll see me waving around still my taped up hand, which did get fractured last year is that that was a I would say that was a brick moment it could have been a truck thankfully I listened when the brick arrived but where are you getting those those signals and signs that you should be paying attention to that are going to make a difference with where when you reflect back on 2024 and you look back at it and you thought geez it was a good year what were those micro steps and micro agreements that you kept to yourself 
that then created trust within your nervous system that meant you could keep stepping towards those targets. That's your homework for this week, Align to your listeners, if you choose to do it. Now, before I go today, my top five uh, song we were listening to on the way to work, which I think is very appropriate given today's topic, which it's all coming back to me by Celine Dion. What, what have we been watching? Well, we've been watching Suits over the last few days. Uh, Ames had never watched it before, so I re- introduced her to it and we have been binging Suits. Jeez, it's a great series. Uh, over the holiday, what did we do and what did I do to decompress and align? I slept a lot, folks. I was buggered by the end of last year and I needed to just sleep and completely uh, shut down so that I could be really recharged for the for the new year. So morning we were going to the beach, getting some vitamin D before the UV got too crazy, going home, getting into your jammies and watching movies, some really old school stuff from the 90s where flip flown teeth back in flip phones were still a thing uh and just really enjoying some quiet time and just quiet time at home uh with Ames and the furs and just chilling out which was awesome quote of this week is the best is yet to be by robert browning this year holds so much potential and what potential are you going to step into which version of you are you going to step into and as the doors are sliding or the feather brick and truck are actually coming towards you what next micro agreement are you going to make with yourself that is going to take you perhaps in quite a different direction? And sometimes that five degree tweak, if you think about a course and you think about the Sydney to Hobart just took off recently, you think if they got the, the direction of the ship wrong, just even by five degrees or shifted it by 10 degrees is over a period of time, what different outcome it actually creates. So that's my final thought for this week, Aligned you listeners. Bye for now and I'll catch you next time. And that's it for today's episode, Aligned You listeners. Remember to hit the five-star ratings and share today's episode with your friends. And be sure to join our collective on Facebook and Instagram at Aligned You. Look forward to catching you next time. The information shared on Aligned You podcast is of general nature and for information purposes only. It is not specific medical or personal advice. You should seek assistance from your healthcare practitioner for your individual circumstances. Any information provided doesn't imply endorsement or third-party devices or products and cannot provide you with health and medical advice.